You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to a special edition of MLB Extras. Let's listen in as Blue Jays manager Charlie Montoyo addresses the media from the winter meetings in Las Vegas. 18 years managing the minor leagues, and then being a bench coach last year helped a lot. It's going to help a lot because I was actually managing in a way, you know, thinking ahead and helping Kevin Cash, you know, during the game. So, yeah, those was in 18 years and, and my four years in the big leagues. You know, it was it was it was awesome last year when it happened because uh, you know what happened in Puerto Rico with the storm and stuff, and then that Sunday that Alex Cora, Puerto Rican manager, wins the World Series, and the next day and uh, named the Toronto Blue Jays manager. That was an awesome time for the Puerto Rican people, you know. So that yeah, that was, it's a great time for that. Yeah, perfect timing. No, no, I was gonna be more nervous if I was gonna be back there, but that's less people here. <laughs> <laughs> How exciting is it going to be working? You've worked developing players your entire career. That's kind of what you really did 18 years, all your years with the Bulls. The fact that you get to work, hopefully, with very young players like Vlad Guerrero Jr. and Gurriel Jr., what does that mean to you, especially as a bilingual It's something I've done all, all my career, working with young guys and, and you know, Playing the Blue Jays 19 times, uh, I was watching them from the other side, and I was thinking that's that's going to be an exciting team to manage. Whoever gets it, you know. At the end, of course, when we knew Gibby wasn't coming back, and and yeah, so I'm really looking forward to it, and and I'm excited about my coaching staff. A lot of experience, and, and that's going to help a lot. Uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, I had a lot of friends before, but I got even more now. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of phone calls, a lot of texts, uh, but it's been it's been awesome. It's been awesome, you know. And I think the biggest thing was uh, when I got the call when I talked to my parents. You know, they're getting older, so so I FaceTime my dad, and which is 80 something years old. And when I told them, you know, that was that was beautiful for me to tell them. And okay, you guys need to sit down because I got to tell you something. And and that was a that was a great moment. Yeah. What are your parents' names, and, and what did you tell them? You told them in Spanish, but yeah, Nidia and Felix Montoyo, and 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 my dad is one of those guys that every time I interview or something, okay, are they gonna ever give you a chance and all this and that, you know, all the times, and you know, if it happens, it happens. That you know, so for that to happen just now and that he's still here, it, it, it was a great time. It, it was awesome. Yeah. I just want them to play the game the right way, you know? And if I have uh, guys that hit three-run homers, I let them play. If I have guys that we, we get speed, you know, I just kind of make an adjustment to whatever team we get. So, yeah, from experience, I know that if you got a team that hit three-run homers, I'm not going to be running and hit them running. So it uh, seems like the team we got, it's we could do both. So that's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, first thing I did was call every player. Yeah, I mean, to me, from experience, communication is a 
the biggest thing uh, from manager, and that's the first thing I did. Call every player, talk to them, and, and just call me if you need anything. And, and, and every call was awesome. The response was, was really cool. Was there one player that stood out in his response to the reaction of hearing from you? The first guy, uh, one of the first guys I called was Kevin Pilar, and he was in the plane on his way to Japan. And he was really excited, and that was fun for me to hear how excited he was. And he said, "I can't wait to throw champagne over your head and start when we get, you know, to the championship round." You know, so was, that was pretty cool. That was one of the best ones I had. And he said, "I'll call you back when I come back from Japan." You know, of course. <laughs> All right, you gotta go. <laughs> You know what's the beautiful thing about that one call? Because I know what it's like. Uh, so when I told John that, you know, would you mind, you, you mind coaching for me in the big leagues? How excited he got. He just got a baby, and then I just told him that. So I know the feeling. So, and I know there's going to be more movement in the mound leagues when you do that, and coaches move up and stuff. So that's, that was my, one of my favorite calls. Yeah, yeah. And he actually, he's very good also, yeah. And all the players like him because they all play for him. The guys we get in the big league, so that's that's very good. Yeah. It's it's been great, you know, and and seeing all guys like you know like the Bruce Manos, Cam Boniface, you know, and Mitch Lukovics, all those guys, you know, you know how happy they are for me, and that's that's been the best thing so far in these winter meetings. I actually saw Blatty uh, like three years ago when when Black came uh, to the to the to Toronto to hit BP during, before the game and stuff. So I talked to him for a little bit, and you know if if Black Jr. he's half of what his dad was, that was gonna be fun for us to watch. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to see that kid play every day. Yeah. I went to the Fall League. I, li I do live in Tucson, so I drove to, to Phoenix and, and I talked to him for a little bit. Yeah. And he seemed just like his dad, real homeball and, and, and a good player. You know what I like so far? Where they're coming from, they've been coming from winning places, all right? Dave Hodgins just won the World Series. He knows how to win. Uh, Mark Batsinski from Cleveland. Shelly uh, Duncan winning the minor leagues. Uh, you know, uh, Schneider winning the minor leagues. So that's what I like about it. They know how to win. They know how to teach winning. So that's, that's, that's what's most exciting to me with those guys, yeah. And they know how to teach, yeah. It's perfect, yeah. They just flew in here for, for a couple of days so we can talk about spring training and stuff. Uh, Pete Walker through the red eye, uh, came on the red eye just to be here for a day so, he, so we can talk about it. So I appreciate that, and, and, and that's the kind of thing that we have, the coaching stuff that we have. You know, I'm lucky to have, we're lucky to have in the Mountain Lakes great coaches and managers, and I'm lucky to have uh, our AAA managers outstanding. So I'm going to be talking to them a lot. 
So if Brad, Brad doesn't make the club and he's in AAA, I'm going to be talking to, to Mission all the time because I know what it's like. So whenever he tells me, man, this guy's ready to go, that's when he's ready to go because he's going to see him every day and he knows he's, he's going to have a good feel so, so when that kid's ready to be in the big leagues. No, I mean, all, all I ask is for, you, for, for them to play the, the right way. You know, I'm going to be talking to everybody just the same. And, yeah, he's going to have that pressure because he's just a kid, but I, I'll be there for him whenever he needs me. That's for sure. Yeah. Has Alex Cora reached out to you and given you any advice? And if he, came, he was kind of busy, but... You know, he was busy, but he did call. During the World Series, he called to the, that he was proud of me, and, and I always, I'm always going to appreciate that, that he did that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm not there yet, but what these teams remind me a little bit of, it was Boston. Uh, five years ago when Mookie Betts and all those guys were young and, and they finished last, and all of a sudden look at who they are now. So that's my hope that we'll become the, the Boston, that team that has now, that's Mookie Betts and all those guys, that Black Guerrero and all those kids become guys, players like that. So that's my hope, and I think that's what's going to happen. That's going to be a, a talk with all the coaches and stuff, and we're going to decide where we're going to hit them. Yeah. So I'm, not, I'm just not going to decide that on my own. It's going to be a, a, a team deal, yeah, where we're going to hit them. From a developmental standpoint, what are, what are some of your thoughts on the best way to integrate a hitter like that early on? If he is what he thinks he is, he'll be hitting in the top of the lineup, you know. And, but, again, it's going to be a talk we're going to have with Ross Atkins and the Mountain Lake people and, and the coaching staff, so where we're going to hit them in the lineup, yeah. Charlie, you served the role as a bench coach last June, and your selection of Dave Hudgens. What do you like about Hudgens as your bench coach, thinking that you had just served as a bench coach for Kevin? You know, he flew down to, to Tucson to interview with me, and I already knew a little bit about him. I, I never knew him before, but talking to Kevin Cash and Mike Quattroy, all those guys, they knew him from Cleveland, and, and, and so they say these guys are awesome. And it took me, what, 10 minutes talking to him. I said, this guy's going to be great. Yeah, he knows the game. He's managed winner ball. He's done it all. He's been a great hitting coach. So, yeah, I'm really, really happy that he took this job, you know, the bench coach's job, because he had a good one there in Houston. You know, he had a good run, and, and he decided to come with me, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, we just gained a great baseball man. Yeah. Talking about spring training, how we're gonna deal with it. You know, the spring training is construction now, so we got like only three fields and stuff. So we gotta deal with that. And and you know, uh, one of my ideas right now is start spring training a little bit later, like later in the day, like 10 o'clock, so give the guys more sleep time and stuff. So it's all I talk about that. Yeah. So.
you know, to Kevin's credit, it's not that easy to never manage it and go manage in the big leagues. And you know what he did? He used everybody's opinions. You know, he doesn't have an ego. He, he was just awesome to work with, you know, and, and he likes to have fun. Whatever happens, he likes to have fun. And that's what I told our coaches already. Whatever happens, it's just have fun. You know, players are watching you. If you're uptight and stuff, they're going to get uptight. So it's just have fun. And, and whatever happens, it's just, you know, you know, we're lucky to be here. So here we go. Let's go. So that's what he did. He was, you know, like he, he'll be tense a little bit and be my job to drop a joke or something, you know, like, you know. Like, I'll tell you one, like Aaron Boone brings, it takes Betances out and, 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 and brings Chapman in. Well, yeah, so I tell Kevin, well, that's a tough move, you know, like, you know, stuff like that. And it makes him laugh because I could see him, you know. And that's why he never got thrown out because every time he started yelling, he said, okay, stay in the game, you know. I want to manage, but not right now. Here we go, you know, so stuff like that. You know, I'm not thinking like that. I'm just, we're just going to play to win from the beginning, from, from the first game in spring training to until the end, until October or November, when, wherever that is, whenever the season ends. So, yeah, we're going to play to win. That, that's my mindset right now. Yeah, I'm not thinking of wins or losses. Just play to win <laughs> one game at a time. I'm hoping so, yeah, because I mean, it's tough for a kid to not ever play and all of a sudden try to be a team guy. So, yeah, I wanted everybody from the 25th guy to the number one guy to everybody to play, have a chance. And, you know, so that's my goal. Yes. I think it helps a lot, not so much for me, but for him, coming from him to talk Spanish and tell me his feelings because I know what it's like. Because I, when I first came to the state, States, I spoke no English, so I know that feeling. So for him just to come and talk in Spanish with me and tell me how he feels, I think that's, that's going to be great for those kids, yeah. You gotta ask Ross that one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mark. Yeah, I, I mean, I, again, I, of course, being with the Rays, you know, we used to shifting a lot. We shift a lot and all that stuff. And I was in charge of the shifting with the Rays, as you know. And so I, I consider myself a blend of old school and analytics, and I've seen it work with the Rays. So, but I'm also going to use my gut feeling. So uh, I'm going to bring both. And the opener, I saw it work. You know, I saw the shifting work. So we're going to be using all the stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
possibly going with the opener as a strategy and, that, and using that as a factor as you're doing your offseason shopping? Yeah, I mean, like, like I just said, I saw it work. But, yeah, we haven't gotten that far yet. And we're just talking about spring training and how we're going to deal with spring training. But, uh, yeah, I think that deal works. And if we got the right pitching to do it, we're going to do it. If we don't have it, because you, you got to have the right personnel to do it. So, and, and the race did it. They have the right people to do it. So, Is it something that you would push for, or would you rather? If we had the right pitching to do it, it's, it's going to work. If we don't have the right pitching, because at the end of the day, you got to have good pitching. I mean, you can use the opener all you want, but if, you know, we had guys like Castillo and guys throwing 98 to open the game, you know, that, that works pretty good, you know. Uh, we're working on it right now. We got a lot of young guys, so we're going to give them a chance to compete. Yeah. So, and, and again, it's a tough division. We all know that. So, uh, we're going to give them a chance and see what they, they can do. Yeah, if you can throw 98. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and again, the first time the race did it was against the Angels, you know. And when you think about it, it was it was uh, it was Optin, Trout, the right-handers, Kinsler, and then we used Romo. But Romo's been a closer, and it worked out great. And then Ryan Yarborough was a lefty. Now he had to face those guys just twice in the lineup instead of three times, which, as we know, that the average goes up the third time, like 0.7 something, 70 points up. So yeah, that's how that came up. We're talking great, yeah. And again, that second guy has to be very good too to take you to the fifth or sixth inning. Yeah. It's, for me, it's more talking and the mental side of it because I have the right coaching staff to, to work with them. But I'll be the one, you know, getting in my office, doing BP, talking to them about anything, you know, knowing their feelings, how they feel and stuff. So that that'll be my job, just talking to them and stuff. When it comes to fielding and outfield play and all that stuff, that's my coaching staff will be doing that, yeah. I don't think they should. I think uh, they're big, big league players. They should make an adjustment. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And I think they will sooner or later. They're gonna, they're gonna make an adjustment because they're the best hitters in the world. So I think they will. Yeah. From what I hear, the moment he gets there, or he, he could be one of the best players in baseball. So that's exciting, you know. And again, being in the Triple A level for eight years, I know sometimes that doesn't translate to the big leagues. But the, uh, what they say about Black Guerrero, he he's going to translate, and he's going to be one of the best players when everybody starts playing. So that's exciting for me to hear. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to see it every day. You know, the AAA level is not that it's not that easy. It's a lot of communication, and the big league level is the same way. You just got to be talking to to guys all the time. At the AAA level, when you call somebody up, 
I already know I have to talk to somebody else who's not happy because he's not going to the big leagues. And the big leagues are more or less the same way. You just got to communicate, you know. And, and everybody's on the same page. So that's what I'm going to be doing, talking to these guys all the time, all the time. Yeah, you know, you, you know what's funny? When I first got the job uh, to coach third base, yeah, somebody asked me, are you ready you know, to coach third base in the big leagues? And I said, well, yeah, I've been practicing for 18 years. So it's kind of the same feeling, you know? So, yeah, that's how I feel. There's not a feeling that you're a No, 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 no. You know what's funny? I've been in the big leagues with three teams, and two of them are Canadian teams. So I got my cup of coffee with the Expos. I play in Ottawa, and now I'm going to play for, I mean, I'm going to manage the Blue Jays. So, yeah, I mean, I love Canada. That's one of my favorite places to go during the year because, as you know, the Rays go there three times a year. So, yeah, I love that place, and, and look at that. I'm the manager there now, yeah. Oh, it was freezing in April. I know that. <laughs> and I hate like 200, yeah, because <laughs> I don't like cold. But we're indoors in Toronto, so I'll be OK. And I don't have to hit. <laughs> Is that why you hit 200? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and you know, yeah, it's funny. I was talking to them. Uh, I'm hoping I win 95, Kevin 94, and and Rocco 90. So you know, <laughs> that's my hope for the year. They can you know do the wild card, but yeah, I'll wait for them. Whoever wins. Yeah, I mean, we were making fun of Kevin. He's the godfather now. You know, he's got that three going. You know, so. <laughs> and you know, now that you say that I mentioned Kevin, he, he he was great. Right before I talked to the Toronto people, he called me like five minutes before. I said, "Dude, just be yourself. You're gonna get this job." And he was so nice. I said, "Dude, you don't want me anymore. What's going on?" <laughs> but yeah, he he was awesome. He, he helped me out a lot. Yeah. You know what I like about those guys you just mentioned? They're good people. Not only they're good players, but they're good people and they're good teammates. So uh, I didn't know that watching from the other side, but when I came to this side and talked to Lee Rivera and these other coaches, and they said these guys are awesome, they're, they're good team leaders. So that's excites, that excites me because they're going to help me a lot. Yeah. Even more with the younger group that we're going to have. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how that happens. I mean, I don't know because Alex won. Maybe I got a chance. I don't know why he's, why that happened, but uh, but I'm glad he did.
Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna try to do my best because I'll be thinking of a lot of people, you know, while doing this job. So yeah, I don't know why it happens, but I'm glad it did. Yeah.